Hey, welcome to Podcast Insider. This is episode 324, and I have Mackenzie with me today. How are you doing, Mackenzie? I'm doing well. I believe this is my last episode of the year. We were just talking about the rest of the schedule because, you know, we got kind of a kind of a wonky schedule the rest of the year, but we should be on for the next couple Thursdays. Yeah, we got a special guest host next week, and then uh, Todd and I are going to do our year-end How Did We Do With Our Predictions Last Year show, so that'll be fun. <laughs> uh, I'm firing up the sound effects, so it'll be good. So we got our regular news, which was hard to find today. Everybody's talking about year-end stuff, and uh, I, I found some interesting stuff. Mackenzie put up a good best practice. We got some blueberry stuff. Got our uh, normal pro tip with Toby. And of course, I got a question of the week. One of my favorite questions that I got asked like four times this week. So, Ooh, okay. So let's get on the news. First story here, uh, true crime podcast helps free two men wrongly convicted of murder after 25 years in jail or in prison. And that's crazy. Uh, Daryl Lee Clark and Kane Joshua's story. They were handed life sentences for a friend of theirs that died, and they've been in, they've been in prison for twenty five years. Yeah, they were just fifteen years or seventeen years old uh, when this all happened. Fifteen uh, year old was was died or had died, mm -hmm. and they got blamed for it. And there's a podcast called Proof and. Uh, Susan Simpson and Jacinda Davis. I think I got that one right, too. I like butchering yeah. names today. <laughs> anyway, they <laughs> noticed inconsistencies in the case, and their investigation revealed that the two men serving time for the murder was uh, not true. Uh, so anyway, they uh, yeah. somehow got, uh, got them released from prison. You know, kind of think of what happened with Serial, too, you know. It took a while, but, uh, you know, the, the main defendant in that case is now out. Mm -hmm. So yes. it uh, it does happen. Uh, <clears throat> pretty cool uh, pot when podcasting can, uh, you know, free some innocent people that uh, got accused wrongly. Yeah. Every time I hear one of these stories, it's such a mixture of emotions of gratefulness that they have been released, uh, you know, anger that. This a podcast is what took took it to, you know, get to this spot. But every time it's just uh, kind of amazement at how podcasting is, you know, part of this process now for so many people. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that just proves that uh, podcasting is, is getting more and more into the, the uh, culture now. So, yeah, yeah, it's here to stay. Yeah, it's good. So what is the best day to put out your podcast or... Uh, <laughs> The other the story is, you know, what day is the most crowded for new episodes? Podchaser crunched the numbers, and it seems like every weekday podcast list gets a little longer. Finds that Wednesday and Thursday are tied for the days with the biggest number of new episodes. I guess we add to that here, don't we? Yes, we do. And uh, that's when 17.4% of new episodes dropped. Uh, Monday and Tuesday are nearly that at 17, and Friday's not far behind at 16. And the least is uh, Saturday, is what they said. But, you know, I, I always go by, you know, put it out when it's done. 
you know, try to keep to a schedule, but pick a day and stick with it. It doesn't matter what everybody else is doing. People will build you into their lives. We've always said that. Yeah. I know what days a lot of the podcasts that I listen to are released on. I'm not listening to them on those days. I listen to them based on my life schedule. So, you know, the episode might come out on Sundays, but I know I'm going to listen to them on Tuesdays when I go to my one gym class. Like, that's just how it happens. So for the most part, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, and even essentially Friday are the same amount. 17, 17, 16, like that's the same thing. And then Saturday, Sunday are both seven or eight. Yeah. There's no real day for this. Maybe skip the weekend, but there's no good answer to this. Yeah, a lot of times, you know, I like to do them on Friday or Saturday because that's when I have time to record, you know, either Friday night Mm -hmm. or Saturday sometime. And I put it out as soon as it's done. And that works for me. And it's okay. You know, like I said, whatever day you want to do it, it's your podcast. And people will build you into their lives wherever they want you to be, regardless of when you put it out. Now, if it's a news show, of course, you want it to be, you know, timely and topical uh, for what's going on. But but that means you also can't choose what day the news is going to happen. True, true. So, but, you know, most news shows are daily on the weekdays. And yeah. that's a whole different thing. You know, anybody do a daily podcast, God bless them. (laughs) I tried that a couple times and, you know, even a short one uh, that's really easy is still challenging. Amazing how challenging that is. Now, of course, a lot of the news ones have a team and that's their job and Mm -hmm. that works. But, uh, you know, if you're doing it on your own, like most of us indies are, dailies are crazy. (laughs) Yeah. Overall, based on these numbers, I would say you're worried about it more than the audiences. Yeah. Yeah. The audience isn't going to fret too much. But, you know, if you try to stay consistent, you know, they will notice that you're not there when you're supposed to be. So that in mind as well. I always like this one. NPR is doing their student podcast challenge. Uh, This is the fifth year that they've done it in a row. And so it starts in January and goes all the way through April. And then at the end, they announce the grand prizes and people will hear their stories on NPR. But it's really cool um, because it's like solely based for kids. They have a whole separate bunch of challenges for college students on varying things. But this one is mainly, you know, like children. So I think that's really cool. Yeah. 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 You know, they didn't do a lot of it last year, not not as much as they're doing this year. They're kicking it up, even though NPR is uh, is having some financial challenges, I hear. But uh, anyway, I thought it was good that uh, they're getting or they're doing that again. OK, now this is a little geeky, this next one, if I'm in the <laughs> right order here. So, yeah, you know, we get a little geeky here once in a while, but this is a worthwhile thing uh podcasting 2.0 live podcasting the open way now it's no secret we're working on podcast 2.0 stuff of course we're gonna be talking about more of that here a little later but one of the things is known as the live item tag or live you know going live on a podcast now you're not podcasting live necessarily but like with this show most of the time todd and i will go live on facebook and once blueberry has the live feature put in, uh, which is coming up, you'll be able to tell apps that support that, that you're going live and you'll be able to listen and or watch the live stream right in your podcast app. That's kind of the, 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 the deal. 
But Dave uh, Jones from Podcast Index goes into not too geeky. I mean, I think he tries to uh, make it human consumable, but uh, talks about, you know, why this is important, why this is cool, uh, and, you know, kind of how it works on a high level. So check out that article if you're interested in in the uh, live item tag. I've gotten an understanding of how the live item tag works simply because I'm helping get it working here. So I I've, I have a very good understanding of this article from Dave Jones, but I think it's also a great introduction to people who are trying to learn this because for the most part, he does break it down pretty simply of there's, you know, the the three different steps that you kind of have to do if you want to do this in terms of letting, you know, identifying when it's live, when it's when it is live and then, you know, when it's ended, that type of stuff. But overall, I think it's definitely more convoluted than going live on other social media platforms just simply because it's, you know, not yeah, and, a social media platform, but it's going like in multiple places that have this capability. But it's the same idea. Yeah, and and you still have to go live on whatever platform you're going live on. This is just a notification and uh, integration with apps, so mm-hmm. that you know you can consume that inside the app you're using. Right now, a Podverse is kind of the most popular one, but it, it was really slick. You know, uh, a lot of times, you know, Todd and Rob do the new media show, and. A lot of times I like to have it on the TV, you know, kind of in the background while I'm doing show prep for this show because this is on Wednesday. And that's usually when I'm doing show prep. So I kind of listen to what they're talking about, whatever. But last week they finally got the live item tag working and it was really cool. My podverse, my phone popped up, said, hey, new media shows going live. I hit the notification and it started playing on my phone in audio. It was perfect. So instead of having to fire up the TV and find them on YouTube or whatever I had to do, it was right there on my phone. I didn't have to do anything but hit the hit the button. And uh, and that was really slick. You know, we're building this for the 3% right now. But in a couple of years, this, you know, with adoption, this could get popular. It'd be awesome. Do you have a short list of what apps are utilizing this right now? Like are people, you know, are those like popular apps that people are listening on? Yeah, Podverse is one of them. I do believe Podfriend does it. And there's a whole bunch of other apps that are integrating it here shortly. So, you know, we're okay. kind of leading edge. So, you know, there's not that many yet, but uh, we're getting there. I th- Yeah, I that's kind of what I think my, my that I would be harping on is that not enough apps are you utilizing this for me to really, you know, yeah, want to use you know, it. The chicken or the egg thing though, if you build it, somebody will integrate it. And, and the more you talk about it on your podcast, if you're doing it, the more your listeners will, Hey, uh, hey uh, overcast, I want this a feature. And eventually uh, the guy that does overcast will, will do it. Or, you know, even Apple at some point, maybe. You know, you got to, it's a chicken or the egg. We got to build it and then we got to promote it. And, you know, as a podcaster, if you really like these new features, you you bug your uh, audience about it. The audience will bug the app developers and it'll get wider adoption. That's kind of how podcasting started in the first place. And, you know, I kind of feel that energy now, you know, I was around at the beginning of podcasting in general, and it's almost like that kind of energy again with this podcast 2.0 
initiative, you know, with the namespace and the features and, you know, the, the instant notifications and all of that stuff that we never had in podcasting for 18 years. Now we're starting to get that innovation where we didn't have a lot of innovation after about 2005. So uh, it's really exciting uh, to me. I, you know, I, I know I'm a little bit of a geek when it comes to this stuff, but uh, I think it's going to be good for the whole medium. You know, a lot of people, they want things to work a certain way, but nobody was doing anything. And now somebody is. So if you have a suggestion for some sort of feature, you know, reach out uh, over at uh, podcastindex.org or uh, or your podcast hosting company. You know, we'll take the suggestions and, and go with it because, uh, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a thing in progress. It's a, it's a project. So things can be added later if you find, you know, that you want some sort of feature, push for it. Suffice to say, if anyone wants to talk about podcasting 2.0, Mike and Todd are always open to it. Yes, for sure. Uh, <laughs> all right. Here's something I found a little surprising. Good Housekeeping has a list of 40 podcasts you should listen to right now. Yeah, that's what I was saying earlier today when we were, you know, talking about articles and like everyone <laughs> is doing them. <laughs> yeah. But the, you know, I, I don't know, you know, I personally probably wouldn't listen to some of these, but some of these might be pretty good. And, you know, it's always good to get a curated list from somebody you trust. And if, you know, if you're mm-hmm. trust, good housekeeping, you know, check them out. Uh, there's 40 podcasts in here and uh, most of them I've never heard of. So it's a good way to discover something you might like. Yeah, I've listened to like 10 or so of these probably. So that's a whole 30 others that I could listen to. Right. You know, it's always good to test out stuff, you know, as, as a listener, you know, there, there may be something really awesome that you've just never heard of because, you know, it's a little hard to hear of everything going on. But uh, I think these are uh, geared towards women because of being, you know, good well, housekeeping. That's kind yeah, of Yeah, it's good housekeeping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, but uh, you know, but there's some some mainstream stuff in there as well, and mm-hmm. very good. Uh, check out that list in our show notes. So Spotify is getting rid of a lot of their live audio shows following podcast cancellations and layoffs. You know that Spotify has been going through a lot of. You know, they've been canceling a lot of their their in-house podcasts, their exclusive ones, and. Now they're officially cutting some live shows, live audio shows. I don't know if those are necessarily podcasts, but I thought it was interesting that uh, that they had these because I'd never heard of them, to be honest with you. I've never heard of uh, you know them doing just live broadcasty type shows on Spotify, but apparently I they did. did not know as well. And that's probably why they're getting rid of them because nobody knew about them. But yeah, um, it. It said that they were just doing away with them. They listed a couple of the shows, but I think that they're going to be essentially uploading them after as a normal podcast uh, instead of, you know, doing doing, doing the normal thing. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. The host of Smartless, the podcast with Jason Bateman, Sean Hayes, and Will Arnett have formed a media company called Smartless Media. And they are set to release four new podcasts within 2023. And as far as I can tell, all of those podcasts will be hosted by fellow celebrities or, you know, well-known people. Um, So sounds like they're really gearing up for a whole new year of uh, content. 
Yeah, definitely. Uh, so yeah, very good. You know, everybody's starting their own company now. So <laughs> why not? It's uh, this is not. Yeah, this is nothing new. Nothing new at all. They did have a deal with Amazon and Wondery for a for exclusive distribution as well as ad sales rights. So we'll see how that factors into it. But Smartlist will be releasing episodes one week early and ad-free on Amazon Music and with the Wondery subscription service before going out to everyone else. So it sounds like, you know, they're they're giving some exclusive stuff. That makes sense. Yeah. And also just uh, we, we mentioned this before, but I, I've, I've been actually taking a little bit of advantage of it. If you have Amazon Prime, you also have the Amazon podcasts, early release stuff and uh, Wondery uh, ad free wondry shows uh, if you, you listen do on yes if you listen on amazon you get them as if mm-hmm. you're a Wondry premium uh, subscriber so one of the other benefits of amazon prime <laughs> it's embarrassing i don't know that i didn't know it until i read about it a couple weeks ago so <laughs> wow yeah okay well then you know what maybe i will be checking out some wondry shows in the next yeah, couple weeks couple because... yeah, i really like the uh, the business wars one so uh, they have very annoying ads in the regular podcast. So that's uh, good. All right. Uh, best practice. So our best practice this week is to use your voice to the best of your ability and forego trying to quote unquote sound like a podcaster. This is less and less common nowadays. I feel like of people trying to emulate what was basically known as the NPR radio broadcasting voice. People are more comfortable just utilizing their own natural cadence and tone and and essentially just going along with whatever quirks that they find about their voice. Um, but very, very common for people to start recording, whether it's a podcast or, you know, on some type of live video like YouTube or TikTok or something like that to start recording, listen to it, rewatch it before they send it out and just have so much hatred towards their own voice <laughs> and this is not this is nothing new this has been going on forever and really the best thing there is to do is just to keep going because you're going to become more natural at it you're going to feel comfortable you're going to get used to it and that's the best way that your voice is going to sound yeah i don't uh, i don't try to do the the big broadcaster voice anymore you know i've done that before <laughs> I, I can pull it out if I really want to, but I don't want to. Yeah, it's it's much better. You know, I, I'd much rather it sound like we're sitting across the table from somebody and the listeners just listening to a conversation. Uh, that's kind of mm-hmm. how I, I approach it because, you know, I, I'm not a real serious guy when it comes to I'm not trying to be, you know, Joe Broadcaster here. I'm I'm just getting stuff out. And, uh, you know, I talk the way I talk. If you talk to me in person, I sound exactly the same way. Yeah, the the authenticity is very, very noticeable. And, you know, people are going to pick up on it regardless of whether you think you're fooling yourself or not. So <laughs> I'd say just go with what you got. <laughs> Don't yeah, make it too complicated on yourself. And if you're a voiceover person, then, yeah, hey, you know, do that. <laughs> Be authentic. That's, a, that's one of the things about podcasting, especially the independent podcasts, is, you know, you're in somebody's ear, literally. And, Mm -hmm. you know, if you try to fake being something you're not, it really comes through. Uh, People can tell. And so just people can tell. And it's not going to sound the same every time. Like I've been sick for a couple of weeks and I'm just having trouble 
getting back to you know my normal voice and i'm sure i sound different than i did six that's months why ago i had to introduce, introduce you because you don't sound like you no i'm kidding <laughs> we have a we have my double going for the last episode of the year for me <laughs> there you go all right let's uh, get on to some blueberry news Blueberry offices, such as they are, will be closed on Monday after Christmas, otherwise mm-hmm. Boxing Day in the rest of the world, and also Monday after New Year's Day, and uh, probably be out Friday afternoons, although I probably will be around. Take the day, Mike. I'm telling you. Take it off. <laughs> you get you get it off. <laughs> Support may be a little slower than, than average uh, over this period. I don't think anybody in the support team's taking any big time off. I know Dave's taking a few days and I'm not taking my, my vacation till February. So there we go. And let's see, we're still head down on a bunch of new features uh, and a couple of new products. Of course, we kind of talked about this yesterday in one of our meetings that we're going to stop doing any big announcements until after the first of the year, just because they get kind of lost through you know, people traveling and not being on their normal schedules. So, so we've got a lot of stuff in the can and we will be releasing some of that uh, very soon after the new year. Yeah. We're coming on strong at the beginning of the year and, you know, just, just getting our heads on straight for the next couple of weeks. And of course, one more little geeky thing, podcast 2.0 related. Uh, One of the features that we will be releasing soon is uh, the ability to do value for value along with the live item tag. And that's where you can get donations to your show via sats, which is satoshis, which is, I think, a hundred millionth of a Bitcoin. So it's not much (laughs) per satoshi, but that's just the way that you transport the money yeah, for a donation or or you know or if you want to donate to other but we'll be Im- implementing all of that uh, right after the first of the year along with uh, we're going to have a way to do a podcaster wallet and a, a few other things like that and believe me we're the, the big part of that is education so we will have massive documentation to try to make it less complicated cuz trust me Todd and I have both messed with it and the you know it was a little complicated. So we're going to try to endeavor to make that less complicated. <laughs> and by the way, yes. this show is enabled for value for value. So if you happen to be listening on a supported app, Fountain, Podverse, uh, I think Podfriend, there's a few others. Uh, you can send us a boost and, uh, and a little text message with money. <laughs> it's always fun and it, it doesn't cost much that's the thing you know i i you you send a thousand satoshis and i was that buck something like that if that and you know it, it just adds to the interaction if you listen to the new media show they get a lot of interaction from that also the podcasting 2.0 show they get a lot of interaction uh, because of the what they call boostograms you know, there's a whole vocabulary surrounding that. But mm-hmm. anyway, so that is one of the features, you know, uh, that we are going to be releasing soon. We're going to play Toby's Pro Tip of the Week. Hi, it's Toby Goodman here. Podcast tech is an ever-changing and expanding topic of conversation in the industry. And because podcasts are growing like crazy, gear companies, the ones who sell microphones, cables, software plugins, etc., are here to make 
money. It can be overwhelming and there's no question this tech minefield can hold people back from podcasting. Leaving USB microphones aside for another chat, here's what a more professional setup looks like. Besides my computer, an off-the-shelf MacBook Pro and recording software, here's what I'm using and how it's all connected. But first, answer this question that, by the way, used to fox degree students I taught about 10 years ago. Where does the sound come from? That's right. When it comes to podcasting, it comes from, in most cases, your mouth. You. So in tech terms, that's your output. And that means you need to put your voice in to get a podcast out. My podcast setup consists of my voice that goes into my microphone. Out of my mic comes an XLR cable. That XLR cable comes out of the mic and goes in to an audio interface. The audio interface is a small box and it has three cables. The XLR from the mic that goes into it. A USB that goes out and sends my voice into my computer where I record. And the third one are a pair of headphones that come out of my interface so I can hear myself speak. Another piece of gear I've spoken about a lot is my microphone. The microphone sits on a spring-loaded arm that I can swing in and out of my way. And I've spoken about my love for this item before. Important note, if you're recording in an environment with hard floors and ceilings, without soft furnishings and maybe lots of glass or even worse in a public place where there's loads of noise, I don't care how good your gear is, it won't sound good. There's a reason why Ira Glass recorded segments of This American Life in a closet during Covid. Now, once your voice is in your computer, you can use software to edit content or simply cut the coughs and long silences and ultimately put your audio file, that's your recording, into your podcast host. And that podcast host will send it finally out into podcast land where it can be found on all the platforms podcasts live. Now, that final bit can be a serious headache and it does take time. And that's why my team exists. If you'd like support with everything from your microphone selection to publishing a podcast that sounds as great in real life as it sounds in your mind, you should come and say hi. We're over at blueberrypro.com. Thanks for that, Toby. And uh, yeah, the gear and uh, all the tech that goes with podcasting, you know, once you get it set, Set it and forget it, but uh, it is worth thinking about from time to time. So on to the question of the week. So the, the question that you've gotten recently is, what are the three or four best destinations to submit my podcast to? And you kind of came up with a list of about four of them. And I have one that I might want to, you know, swap or switch or change or debate. But um, overall, Apple Podcasts. Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Podcast Index are what you came up with. So did you want to give uh, some reasoning on that? <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, and and I, you know, like I said, I don't want to get too geeky, but uh, Apple Podcasts and Podcast Index function similarly, meaning a lot of the other apps out there like Overcast and, and you know just a whole bunch of apps pull their catalog from Apple or pull it from Podcast Index, or in the case of Overcast, pull it from both. So if you get into those two, 
you get into a whole bunch of apps that you don't have to mess with. So that that spreads it far and wide. That's those two are that Google Podcasts simply because it's Google and Google search is good. So Google Podcasts is probably okay. Uh, you're not going to get a ton of listeners over there, at least in my experience. But it's good to be there because that lets Google know that you have a podcast and can help you with the uh, generic search. And of course, Spotify, because why not? Everybody has Spotify. Yeah, my my only other one is instead of maybe Podcast Index, which I understand based on how it functions, but um, maybe replace that with iHeartRadio. Because you're not, you're only getting into that one if you submit there. It's not oh. going to get like pulled in from other places. Is that correct? Oh yeah, it's not going to get anywhere. You know, mm-hmm. and a lot of them are that way. Pandora, Stitcher. Yep. There's a whole bunch of them. It doesn't hurt to be in the others. But you know, I'm always asked, what are the three or four ones that you really should get into first? And you know, I think these four are the best to get in first. But yeah, definitely go to uh, your destination settings and you know PowerPress or Blueberry dashboard. And you know, we have documents on how to submit to a whole bunch of them. So mm-hmm. it doesn't hurt to do all of them. Uh, iHeart's pretty popular, you know, but they're all one percenters. Apple's going to be your fifty percent. Spotify, you know, some anywhere from five to fifteen percent usually. And then Podcast Index gets you into all the new apps and some of the old legacy apps on Android, uh, where, you know, a lot of people list like Podcast Addict. Uh, that one's like the number one Android based. Is it still? Yeah, they're they're rather right up there with Pocket Cast. And, and Pocket Cast mm-hmm. also pulls from Index and Apple. Yep. So, uh, you yep. know, if you're into those, you know, Index and Apple will get you into a whole bunch of apps. Google's good just because of the search. Spotify is good because they get a lot of press <laughs> and, you know, everybody has. <laughs> and, you know, and then get everywhere else. You know, we always like to try to be as everywhere as you can. Don't lose any sleep over it either. You know, if you, if you know, you, you put in for Pandora and they don't talk to you for six months, don't, don't lose any sleep over it. They, they'll get around to it or they won't, but you won't get that many listens on Pandora traditionally. Uh, but it's good to be there. It's good to be everywhere. Yeah, we we recommend just getting everywhere. I'd say, you know, your your concern and your care and and the importance, it's really based on um where you think your audience is or where you substantially know that they are. Sometimes uh, Spotify, so. you know, rocks it and you know, they're 70% of somebody's show, but it mm-hmm. all depends on the genre of the show cuz there's a different demographic that listens to podcasts on Spotify than than say on a, a more traditional podcast app. But you know, doesn't matter. Be as everywhere as you can. You might be surprised. Yeah. If you got a question you'd like us to answer on the show, drop an email to me, Mike at blueberry.com. You can send in audio, text, video, uh, smoke signals, uh, whatever, and we may use it on the show. Uh, you can also post a question on the Blueberry Podcasting Facebook group. We kind of watch that pretty closely. And the best place for support with any Blueberry product or service is our ticket system, which is blueberry.com slash support. Sending in a ticket gives the whole team access rather than direct emails or calls. And this is especially important during the holidays just because some people are in and out and having a one source for this is the best. 
Coming to you this week from Mackenzie's home studio in Columbus, Ohio. And of course, I'm here at Mike Dell's World Studio in Traverse City, Michigan. And we're produced by the Blueberry Pro production team this week. Uh, they're out on break for the next couple of weeks. So uh, your mileage may vary. But uh, thanks to Kate and Lee for uh, making us sound smarter. Always. And we would love it if you would fill out our listener survey at surveys.blueberry.com slash podcast insider. You can skip any questions you would like. It'll take, you know, two minutes or so, but we would love to get some valuable feedback from you guys. Yeah. And of course, you can schedule a one-on-one with Todd, our CEO and my co-host most of the time. Email Todd at Blueberry.com. That's hosting customers only. And you can schedule a tech checkup with Mike. This is also for hosting customers only. You can email him at mike at blueberry.com. And uh, they can get a hold of you for a uh, Blueberry Care Package. The mailing address is in the show notes, or uh, I think you just email Mackenzie, right? Yeah, you can. Yeah, and uh, we'll send you some uh, stuff that we normally give out at uh, trade shows. I don't know. We got a whole bunch of stuff. (laughs) We just, we have stuff. You know, isn't that what everyone wants? <laughs> we yeah. can send you a water bottle. We got stickers. We got notepads. We got pens. We got those water bottles. Yeah. Right uh, yeah. I like their aluminum. <laughs> I like the water bottles too. Yeah. I've so. got one sitting here on the desk right now. So, all right. Well, that'll do it for this week. Thanks for uh, being here, Mackenzie. And uh, hopefully uh, you didn't have too many cough attacks uh, with the mute button. That, <laughs> that is what the mute button is for. <laughs> We'll get to feeling better. Happy holidays. And uh, we'll see you, Mackenzie, next year. Okay. Thanks, everyone. Bye-bye.